the school is out. Which means it's time for High Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the High Kids Show. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Renal Silverstone and I am 12 years old. And I am your host for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to 101.9 Chai FM and listening to the Chai Kids Show. Today, I have an exciting show for you. And to start off, I will be interviewing two geoscientists, Portia Munyangane and Zamam Pondo Sibewu from the Council of Geoscience. And they will be telling us more about the Council of Geoscience and does to learn more on the High Kids Show. You're listening to High Kids on 101.9 High FM. My name is Renal Swiston and I am 12 years old. Good afternoon, Portia and Zaman Pondo. How are you both? Good afternoon. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. And you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thank you. <laughs> so, how's your day been? Oh, it has been hectic because I was working in the morning before I got here. Yeah. Hmm, I see. So, quite a busy day. Yeah, it's quite a busy day. Well, but let's begin. What is a geologist? Okay, a geologist is somebody who study the earth, materials that make up the earth, like minerals, soil, and rocks. And then we study also the structures on those materials and the process that acts upon those materials. For example, weathering and erosions. And there's also an exciting thing about geology, which is um, we also look at the impact of the geological factors or the environment. And this is what they call medical geology. It's an exciting new field which is emerging um, in, the, in, the, in the geoscience field. But there are different types of geologists. We have economic geologists, engineering geologists, mining geologists, and mapping geologists. And today, you have mapping geologists. We are the mapping geologists. Hmm. Wow. And do you want to explain to us what is a mapping geologist? (laughs) A mapping geologist is somebody that produces geological maps. So... Um, we also conduct other various um, scientific um, studies. But when we do geological mapping, what we basically do is to produce a geological map that shows different types of rocks and geological features. So the rocks will be shown in different colors. Like, for example, you might have seen a world map, which have different countries, and those countries are shown in different colors. So a geological map is more or less the same. It's just that we are showing rocks. And, wow. and then geological yeah. features like your faults, which is, um, a crack on a surface. That's a fault or fault. Wow, that's very interesting. And where do you find the stones and like, how do you even find them? Well, stones are everywhere. So, um, when we just go to the field, we see rocks everywhere. But the thing is, the difference between me and you guys is that you don't know what that rock is. So what we do is we tell you what that rock is, where it is, the extent of it. And we represent that, uh, what we see on the surface, we represent it in a, in a paper, in the form of a map. Hmm, wow. That's hard though, isn't it? 
Not really. <laughs> For, uh, I think now that I'm here, uh, that I've been doing this thing for almost 10 years, I would say it's not hard. But if you have been studying geology, of course, it will be hard. But it's pretty easy. Everyone can do it. And the good thing about geoscience is that it's a very broad field, that you can be anything. For example, if people are struggling with water in rural areas, you could use geoscience as a field to identify areas to find water. Mm-hmm. We identify potential minerals, mm-hmm. we find minerals, and then they can open mines, people get jobs. So you can be anything in geoscience. So that's the good thing about being a geoscientist. Wow. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what is the Council of Geosciences? Um, Council for Geoscience, in simple terms, is a national science council of South Africa. It is a, a legal successor of what used to be called a geological survey of South Africa. It was formed in 1912. We are the custodian of all geoscience data you can think of. Um, we have a, a national core library where we, uh, we house um, uh, borehole cores that we can use uh, for, for, for scientific um, studies, geochemical studies, um, lithological mapping, and so many more. We also have a South African National Geoscience Library, where inside there, there are unpublished reports and, and maps. We also have a geoscience museum, which is for educational purposes, where keys and tourists and public are more than welcome to come and visit us and learn more about geoscience. Wow, and where is the museum? The museum is somewhere in town. In, yeah, it's in, in CBD. In, in CBD, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I just know how to get there. But it's in CBD, <laughs> it's like in Pretoria. No in, in Pretoria, yeah, yeah. Wow. And what do geologists study? Okay, in order for you to have a geological um, degree, you must study geology as a course. Uh, you must do GIS, which is called Geographical Information Systems. Uh, you must do a bit of some physics, and you must do computer studies. And also, um, when you matriculate, you are also required to have a grade 12 um, certificate with endorsement or exemption and also there are other personal traits that are required for one to be a geoscience you should love 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 the outdoors wow yeah you should you travel a lot so. yes that's amazing. so yeah so that is one of the prerequisites um for being um a geoscientist you should also be a curious and imaginative kind of person like yeah. You should, also, you should always have questions that you ask yourself, like, why is this thing here? How did it come to be here? You know, and when? So you need to always ask yourself questions. Have problem-solving skills. Be flexible and adapt easy to new situations. I mean, as, as geologists, we travel a lot, and some of the areas that we go to... Uh, 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 very remote and kind of extreme weather conditions. Yes, so you, you need to be able to adapt to to to, to new environments and and situations. 
And you should also love traveling, of course, because we, we, we travel a lot. And if you have all those things, then you're good to go to be a geoscientist. Wow. Spacey, you've got to be really smart and outgoing. <laughs> Pretty, <laughs> Pretty much. much, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Wow. And what do geologists look for when they go underground? Minerals, well, of well, course. <laughs> um, <laughs> we learn from we minerals. Don't, we don't go underground, though. As we said before, we are mapping geologists. Um, basically, what we, we just do, we just look for minerals in the surface, and then we we also look at the minerals um, under the surface because we try to imagine what we see on the surface, what might be happening underground. So that's where we try to locate where the minerals are located. And we also look for your water resources because we're able to, when you know the type of rocks that are there, we know the type of rocks that uh, can hold water. We know the rocks that um, are conduit to water. So we do, um, that's what we look for basically. Wow. And how long has geoscience, the counts of geoscience been around? Um, I think it's 107 years. It's been in existence since 1912. So wow. we're pretty mm. old institution. Older than Nelson Mandela. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> imagine that. I mean, that's crazy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Just that the name changed. Yes. Yeah, previously, from it was called um, Geological Survey of South Africa, yeah. and now it's a National Science Council. Hmm. Wow. That's speechless, I can say. <laughs> wow. It's just amazing. Pretty much, yeah. And can you tell us, like, what are you currently working on and researching? Yeah. Um, myself, I'm currently looking at um, application of remote sensing in lithological mapping. So in the past, um, or, or, or the traditional method of mapping is that you, you go to the field, you walk the land uh, along the traverse, um, and then you gather information about the rocks and you record that information. Um, but then with the use of remote sensing, you don't quite have to go to the field per se, but you, you can actually um, have the same results while you're in the office. And thus, um, you save time um, and also you um, the cost of, of, of conducting a full study um, so that's what I'm looking at because then it will be more productive. This does not necessarily mean we will not go to the field. You still need to go to the field and do field checks because there is no, um, nothing yeah. as perfect, you know, but it's actually very crucial to also tap into this new technology that could help us to do the way we do our job. That's amazing. Like, I, you yeah. keep making me speechless. <laughs> what, what is more amazing is what I'm doing right now. I am actually focusing on mapping the structural features, uh, in our study area. And this is, this is of importance because, um, it speaks directly to economic geology and it speaks directly to the mining geology section and also the water, the water resources because you might want to ask yourself, why are we doing this? But it's important to do this because of the geological linear structures, which are your faults, your folds, um, your dikes, these, these structures, they trap fluids and minerals. So we have to, to study them 
because they they also act as conduits for water and minerals. So wherever you see a structure, you're bound to find some minerals there. Wow. So what specific minerals do you look for? We look at a vast... We we look for different minerals. Um, We look for diamonds. We look for manganese. We look for iron. Any mineral you can think of that is in South Africa. If we are tasked to look for it, trust you me, we go and look for it. <laughs> and what's the rarest thing you've ever found? <laughs> in my line of work, I would say fossils. You know? uh, I, I, yeah, I don't really stumble upon fossils. Yeah, I would say fossils. And you? Yeah, but also it's fossils. They're exciting to, to see animals that existed Years and years ago. Mm, I would say it's rare because um, mainly paleontologists are the ones that see them almost every time. And we as geologists, okay, me as a geologist, I haven't really seen many. <laughs> yeah. While I'm working. I'm not saying in the, at the museum, yes, there's a plenty of them. But while I'm working, while I'm in the field, I haven't really seen a lot. Wow. And what is the main area you go and look for these things? Like the hot spot to find the minerals? Hot spots for minerals? Oh, okay. Like she mentioned, um, um, liniments, geological structural liniments, those we can sort of in quotation call them hot spots for minerals. The thing is history has already... Uh, Laid a foundation for us. So we know which provinces host which minerals. So we know when we go to Northern Cape, we're looking for your iron, we're looking for your manganese. When we go to um, Eastern Cape, we're looking for your clay minerals. Basically, we, we at least we know we have the, the footprint knowledge. of yeah, yes. what is in that province. Yeah, and what to expect. For example, at Greystone Bell, then you expect gold. So if you want to use the term hotspot, then you would say Greystone Bell is a hotspot for gold. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I am learning so much about geology, geoscience, geologists, and what is the difference between gas and natural gas? Okay. Um, a natural gas is any um um uh, is a hydrocarbon that consists primarily of ethane and methane, and a gas is that material um, that conforms to the shape of whatever it occupies, unlike solid that takes the shape of whatever it occupies. That's the simplest um, definition of gas. Hmm, wow. And do you need to be able to understand the weather in order to be a, ge- a geologist? Yeah, most definitely, because there are um, certain rocks that forms in um, certain environment. For example, there's a rock called a tide, and this rock only forms in glacial conditions. So understanding weather is very crucial um, in geoscience field. And it, weather itself it plays a huge role in the uh, formation of the earth that we are in today. Because uh, geoscience is the study of the earth and how it evolves or its history. 
Wow, so the earth is very important. Yes, <laughs> it is. And what type of natural disasters happen in South Africa? Well, in South Africa, um, we have your landslides. We have uh, sinkholes. We have drought, heat waves, thunderstorms. What else, Bush? Um... But that's basically you it. thunderstorms yeah. and sinkholes, which is sinkholes is basically a hole in the ground which is caused by a collapse of the surface. So this holes occurs in areas where it's underlain by a rock called a dolomite, which is a kind of like when it's an earthquake and just breaks. Yeah, like <laughs> pretty much like that. Like um, today it's flat and tomorrow boom, a hole there's forms. A hole. And that's a sinkhole. You could have remembered the sinkholes that uh, were happening in Centurion area, where one of the sinkholes <laughs> swallowed a car. Oh, that's... Yeah, uh, I, I'm, wow. <laughs> I'm sure most people remember that. I mean, that, that, that picture was, uh, that image was circulating a lot in the social media and stuff. And that wow. was pretty devastating. It was catastrophic. Yeah. Yeah. And what are landslides? Landslide is the mass movement of rocks or debris along the slope. It usually occurs when there are floods. Um, I remember in the news, I don't know if it was this year or last year, in KZN, they were hit by landslides. Um, where uh, about 32 to 35 people, if I'm not mistaken, lost their life because of landslide. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dangerous. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty dangerous. And can geologists help prevent tsunamis, earthquakes, volcanoes, landslides, the um, sinkholes? Unfortunately, no, we can't prevent them. We've got preventative measures, yeah. but we cannot prevent them. Hmm. And do geologists, like, are they able to figure out if they're, if they're coming or not? Natural disasters. Yeah, they're gonna, like, come. Yes, like an earthquake, we can predict and forecast them. Uh, but however, hence, we as conceptual science, I'm not, um, we, we're not doing that. We're not predicting and focusing earthquakes. But as geologists, as, as, as a discipline, we are able to focus and say, mm, in predicting so know, many years this will happen. This might happen. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. And how do geologists know if there's going to be a climate change? Do they not know? Um, that's another field. It's um, it's um, uh, that's meteorology. Yeah, meteorologists really um, focus mostly on that. We we don't really focus on that, so um, we 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 can't really. We we uh, we're just rock doctors, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, rock doctors. Yes. <laughs> And is geoscience local? The Council of Geoscience. Local. Or are you saying... Like, South is Africa. it around the world? Or is it just, like, specific? The Council for Geoscience is oh. in South Africa. Yes. But other countries also have their own geological societies. They have different names for them. I see. Mm. So it is kind of local. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We have a head office in Pretoria. Mm-hmm. And we also have regional offices in... Bolokwane, which is in Limpopo province, and Cape Town, which is in Belleville. 
and Uppington, Peter Marie's back, and Eastern Cape, and, and Port Elizabeth. Wow. Hmm. So pretty much everywhere. <laughs> yes. Everyone in South Africa. Yeah. And when did GeoScience open? Like what year? 1912. Hmm. We are 107 years old. Yep. I'm very proud of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what is the Cape of Good Hope? Oh, I'm guessing it's something to do with the Cape. Yeah. And if you guys know, our listeners, why don't you message in? <laughs> and what is the Geological Commission of the Cape of Good Hope? Or is it people that are like in it? Like, is it just like another geoscience in the Cape of Good Hope? Kind of. I won't lie. I'm not clued <laughs> about that. Sorry. Well, if our listeners know, why don't you message in and let us all know more about it? Can you tell us some events going on? Like projects. We. In the Council of Geoscience. The projects that we are busy with. Yeah. Okay. We are looking at targeting mineral uh, resources in Northern Cape. We are also uh, studying, um, looking at hydrogeology, um, focusing on on doing on identifying areas where there are um, water resources. Um, we also we also do geohazards, um, where we look at um, geohazards like sinkholes and landslides. Um, what else are we looking at? Did I miss something? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got everything. <laughs> um, is geoscience like a museum or is it a resort? <laughs> I would say I think it's a museum. <laughs> it's a museum, definitely. It's definitely a museum. And can people visit the G- the Council of Geoscience? Or is it only the museum that you told us about? Uh, okay, I, I would say it's a museum figuratively. Mm. It's, it's not literally a museum. It's a museum because you find lots of rocks. You will find lots of maps. Mm. Wow. And people who love to talk about rocks. Mm. But we, as I've mentioned, we do have a museum that um, welcome scholars and, and tourists. We do have a museum that welcomes tourists and community. But the Council for Geoscience as it is, I would I would um definitely say it's a museum. Not a resort. We we we, we are not having fun every day there. We are working uh, pretty but we hard. Do have fun also working. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I have learned so much about Geoscience, the council of it, the minerals, geology, geologists, and different types. But I would like to say thank you so much to my guests, Portia Munyangane and Zamam Pondo Sibewu. And thank you to my producer, Senna and DJ Flo, for pushing the big rare buttons. And thank you so much for all our listeners for listening to our show. Join us next week Monday for another Chai Kids show only on 101.9 Chai FM. Goodbye kids, have a super duper Shabbos!